Welcome to Conversations with Ask Ash. Conversations with Ask Ash focuses on people, processes, and outcomes. Ashley dives into everyday conversations around work efficiency, team productivity, and project execution. Let's get into the show. And now, your host, Ashley Schuler. Ashley Schuler. What's Ashley going Schuyler. on, everyone? And welcome to another episode of Conversations with Ask Ash. This is Ashley Schuler, and we're back again. And I have a couple of different topics for today. As I was developing this episode and writing out some of my talking points, I was like, man, I was like, do I just split this up into two episodes? No, we're just going to go ahead and put them together. And I'm going to make the connection. We're first going to be talking about goal setting and goal tracking. And we're going to be talking about objective and key results. We're going to be talking about that and how it connects to the work that we're doing and the projects that we're managing. And then we're also going to then dovetail into team productivity and also making sure that we are having team buy-in when we are developing goals for our own business. How many of you all are familiar with the SMARCLE method? It's pretty popular, but it's the specific method measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. I like the SMART goal method because you're able to really drill down into being very specific on what it is you're looking to achieve. You have to make sure that it's also time-based, right? Because goals without deadlines, man, I don't even know what they are. They're just sort of like nothingless, almost like a fish with no, what is it? Those little flappers, kind of like that. So you want to make sure that you have smart goals. You want to make sure that your goals are attainable, that they are achievable, that they are something that is realistic in the capacity in which you're able to do. So what's interesting about the smart goal method is that I don't believe in the past that I had a really healthy perspective on how to really set these goals properly. And I think that comes down to understanding your mission and your vision. So understanding what it is that you're trying to do, how you're going to get there. Now, this is not to say that you have to have the full on 20 or 25 year plan, but this is really getting into the core of who you are and also really who your business and what your business is about. So it's really understanding the mission and the vision. And so I started really doing some soul searching, some praying at the end of last year, which is the end of 2020. And I really started to look at what is it that I accomplished? And I honestly did accomplish a lot of different things. I was successful in a lot of different areas, but even in the areas that I did have some wins in, I wasn't sure about the weight that it carried. Also too, even for the the goals that I didn't necessarily hit, I wasn't necessarily understanding either why I didn't hit them or did they even truly match up to where I was supposed to grow to. So that's why I want to impress upon you the first takeaway is understanding who you are, understanding your mission and your vision, and that's understanding life's purpose. So you may, for a particular season, you know, understand what it is that you need to do or what you want to desire to do. But I would also dig a little bit deeper in terms of really understanding the impact of what you're building. So at the beginning of this year, I was introduced to this book called Measure What Matters by John Doerr. He's an American venture capitalist who reveals how the goal-setting system of objective and key results 
OKRs has helped tech giants from Intel to Google achieve explosive growth and how it can help any organization thrive. But what I love about OKRs is that it's applicable to anyone, no matter the size of their business or even on a personal level, OKRs can be used. So here's an example of how you can use OKRs. So the OKR methodology is a simple process of setting and aligning company and team goals. That's the objective and connecting each objective with three to five measurable results. Those are the key results to measure the progress. So I love this because you're literally taking one simple objective and then matching that with key results, meaning the numbers that are actually gonna help you measure your progress. And here's a really good example. Your objective can be to increase your online brand presence. A key result, generate 100,000 views on your YouTube channel, get 10,000 new followers on Instagram, increase organic search traffic to your website by 20%. To add a little bit of time-based element to it, you can say that you wanna do this by December 31st, 2021. So as I began to really study OKRs and reading Measure What Matters and other articles, I said to myself, self, okay, how do I really make this work? Like, how do I really make sure that I am following this particular system? So here's what I did. I started to make some really tangible OKRs. And one of the things that the book tells you to do is actually to make OKRs challenging, like make them challenging. And so one of my OKRs is to write weekly LinkedIn articles because I am trying to increase my presence on that platform. Well, quiet as it's kept, I'm not really someone who enjoys the long form writing. And so I was like, ooh, this is really going to push me to the next level. But I thought this is good. This is gonna be challenging. So what I did was, is I made sure that I had a reminder in my ClickUp app to actually remind me to write an article every Saturday. And I thought to myself, okay, what is gonna be the theme? What's something that's gonna be fun that I can do it with? And so I can really start honing in on creating a strategy around this. So I said, okay, I wanna talk about leadership. I wanna talk about what it means to lead teams, managing projects, all that other good stuff. So that's what I did. So I have a Lessons with Ask Ash series on LinkedIn. I actually have 15 articles so far, which is great. And so what I do is, is at the end of every week, along with my other OKRs, I go and I actually track them. I track them within ClickUp. There's an automatic progress custom field that I use and I check it off and it tells me how much progress that I've made because I've also created like checklists inside of the app. I'll, I'll promise not to explain ClickUp features in this audio format, but those that can understand where I'm coming from, more kudos to you. And I'll probably try to do like a mini video or something to accompany this in terms of what I'm talking about. All right, so back to what I was saying. So this is great because I can actually go when I check off every time I've done the article, I see the percentage. So I see how many articles I need to do per month. I check it off and I see the progress meter. This actually makes me feel really great because I'm focused on the goal. I've created a strategy to execute that. So this actually shifts to 
my next point. All the projects that you have in your business should have direct alignment to your goals. All of your projects that you have in your business should have direct alignment to your goals. So that actually helps shape the perspective to really focus in and really hone down and really niche down to examining your activities that you were doing in your business. So that means that if you were doing activities that are not in direct alignment with your strategic goals, you are getting yourself and your business off track, okay? This does not mean that if you find a need to shift that you can't create a goal to support that particular project. But if you're working on other things that do not support that, that's gonna take longer for you to get where you need to be. And another point about key results, and see, this was the difference maker for me. Being able to have a system to track my progress helps me to do what? It helps me to better understand where I need to make adjustments and where I need to refine my strategy. And so I found myself previously not knowing how to make the adjustment. Why? Because I didn't know my progress. I didn't know my progress. And for example, I have one goal right now where I'm wrapping up, but I know for a shadow of a doubt that I am 86% complete because I've broken down the project. I've broken down the elements, the tasks, the timeline, the level of effort that it's going to take. And so when I'm measuring that and I'm actually looking at it, I can say, man, okay, I'm making good progress on this project. So that's what we really need to do. The key result is how we measure. So begin to put the strategy around that, begin to put all your tasks together, your timeline and then manage the process, manage that particular project that supports the goal that you are looking to accomplish. And again, this could be a quarterly basis. This could be something that's monthly. This could be something that's yearly. It's all going to depend on the structure in which that you operate within your. As we wrap up this topic, it's important to note a few things. Make sure your goals are strategic. Make sure that your projects are supporting those goals. You can use the SMART goal method or you can use objective and key results. Make sure that your objectives is what you want to do. It's what you're looking to accomplish. It describes your mission supporting goal and sets a deadline for achieving it. And remember, make sure that you have key results. Make sure you have metrics. This helps you to know how to progress towards your objectives as well. So here's where I'm going with this, this OKR, this goal setting system. I want to talk now about team buy-in and team productivity. I was on a recent YouTube show, it was a panel discussion, and we were talking about time management, understanding how our team members could be overloaded with projects, how do we keep track of that? So we're having all sorts of discussions. We're talking about the systems used to track that and everything. And so there's this one question that was asked and it was surrounding making sure that everyone is focused on a particular goal. Like how are we really measuring that? And so one of my colleagues said, I actually bring our goals. We actually make that a part of our discussion during our weekly team meeting. And so I said to myself, that's it right there. Like that's the ticket, being able to bring your goals weekly to your team meetings so that everyone is focused and everyone is concentrated on the efforts at hand. So we're looking at what's at risk, what's on track, what needs adjustments. And I thought that was perfect. Bring your goals weekly to the meeting and then that can be able to gauge whether or not you're on track. Also with that, you can also start looking at, okay, which team 
members actually have a lot of stuff on their plate, right? Is it like a buffet for them? Are they not able to balance things accordingly? That's a great indicator to actually open things up if in fact one of your goals are off track. You got to investigate the root cause. Like why would a goal be off track? So look at the activities that you are doing. Look at the projects, look at your the health of your projects and begin to determine what's the root cause. Could it be that you have to do some resource allocation, that you have to rearrange some project activity so it's more balanced? So you got to definitely do some self-assessment in that. So my point in all of this is number one, be cognizant of your goals. Set your goals, set challenging goals. Be sure to have them as a part of your daily life. So even if you are a solopreneur, have a meeting with yourself every week and look at your goals and see how you're measuring them. See how you are performing. Call yourself to the carpet. That's the only way that you're going to get better. And that's the only way that you're going to know if you're going to meet your goal. So before we wrap up, I definitely want to touch on the importance of having effective team meetings. Nobody loves a good meeting more than I do. I say that a lot, but I love good, effective team meetings. So I want to remind you all, if you're in a meeting, if you're leading a meeting, here's what I want you to do. I want you to do three things. Number one, have an agenda. Have an agenda. This could be in your notes app. This could be a Google Doc. This could be something that you're sending in your Slack messenger, but have an agenda of what you're going to be talking about so that it's focused and so that you don't waste time. Number two, be sure to make room for your other team members so that they can be able to speak, whether that's giving project updates, solicit their feedback on things. And number three, this is a great opportunity for lessons learned which is evaluating what's working and what's not working. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode. We've covered a lot of ground, including the goal setting system, learning about OKRs, and how you can apply that to your business and looking at the ways that your team can be productive and making sure that people are focused on the goals that you have set out for your team and for your company. So that's it. That's all I have for you guys. Please let me know if this episode resonated with you. What did you learn? What was like your biggest takeaway? I'm dying to know. So send me a message at Ashley Schuler underscore or leave a review. Let me know what you learned. I'm excited, excited to engage with you. Talk to you soon and we'll see you at the next episode. Tired of losing time, money, and feeling ineffective with your work? Click the link in the show notes to apply for the Click Up VIP Day. And also be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and follow Ashley on social media at Ashley Schuler underscore. That's A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-H-U-L-E-R underscore.